exercises. Spiritual impartation, spiritual alignment, spiritual redefinition of whatever negative utterance that went ahead of you. To redefine it, to make it work together for your good. And tonight I came to declare upon your life that God is going to turn the ashes to beauty. God is going to transform your life. God is going to impact your life with certain heavy duty spiritual giftings that you can never recover after. I believe we are in a time when we are in seasons where the devil is raising his own agents, his own children to take certain strategic places. And they've already done that. But do you know what? God has also prepared you and I to stand in certain high-level authority, to enter into key places and to make um, an impact. The sons and the daughters of God that God has set aside for such a time like this are children of God who carry the wholeness of God. Scripture says that we are seated in heavenly places. So whenever we ask you or whenever you, let's, let's say, when you go to the hospital and the doctor says, for the next two weeks, because you are coughing, because you have high temperature, based on these signs and symptoms, I am putting you on a what? House arrest. I want you to be in a house arrest. You are not going anywhere. You are what? Isolating. You are quarantining yourself. Based on that, humanly as we are, we obey it. Now we have been given a mandate for the past five days. We are setting ourselves apart. We are denying ourselves of the things we regularly do. That is what fasting is. The things you regularly do, you are setting aside yourself, Father God, in these few days, in these few hours that I have set and have, I mean, a portion aside, I am giving it to you. So look at this. Some of us, we work 8 to 5, uh, Monday to Sunday, or probably, I mean, we run on shifts. When it's time for us to go on a shift that gives us physical things that are perishable, we are so keen to go. But when it comes to spiritual things, we take it for granted. And we are very determined to see ourselves in certain places as the people who are in the occultic courts, who are, I mean, operating under certain high astral projection, higher astrology powers, higher, I mean, demonic powers. You see, this world, the way it's functioned, is functioned in a way that it takes the what? The, the spiritual to determine the physical. So the Bible says that God is a God of the heavens and the earth he has given to man. Now, when we read Genesis, the Bible says that God gave dominion to man, he said, man be fruitful, multiply, subdue and have dominion. But to every other thing, he said, be fruitful, be fruitful. everything is fruitful. 
but to have dominion and to subdue he granted it to man and the scriptures in psalm says that you as a man the earth is yours so anything that operates in this earth realm anything that operates on ground anything that operates in this world that we find ourselves has to go through a man so the devil being so cunning and wise who had been with God and had known the, the structures, the, the hierarchy and the order of God's kingdom, realized something, that God has deposited something in man. The Bible says that there's, there's treasure in earthen vessel. God has given man a unique structure, a unique, I mean, nature that engages him to be able to operate in an earthly realm and also to operate in a spiritual realm so the bible says that the devil in the form of a serpent came into the garden came into the gathering came into the place the seat of authority for man the seat that reflected god on earth we are ambassadors of christ and the bible says the enemy penetrated and he was able to sow discord to bring in a certain seed of sin and that seed of sin began a strange fire that destroyed the very constituent of man's authority and the bible says that they came into their senses and they realized they are naked one of the things that ashes and the sin of the devil causes us to do is to expose us to all kinds of things and anytime that a child of God will lose the presence of God, anytime the child of God will lose the fire of God, anytime a child of God will lose the spirit of God, one of the key things is that fear steps in. The fear steps in. And that is the first fruit of the devil. Anytime you begin to experience any sign of fear, you need to come to a place where you lift yourself higher. Fear is not of God fear is not of god the bible says in timothy he has not given us the spirit of fear so the bible says when god came down he said where are you he said we were afraid what happened the seed of sin brought us separation it started eating them up it started burning them up they started losing their 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 state as children of god their state as people who had dominion who had the ability to subdue and the bible says that sin and death reigned because the sin reduced man to nothing it gave man no authority so they were living under a period of the law they were making certain sacrifices just to maintain their states but the bible says god in his infinite wisdom the supreme being the great creator set it in a way that man should come to his or her original states that man will carry the image and the likeness of god will come to that beauty will come to that glorified state will come to a place where they function they speak they walk they think like god and they carry the vessel they carry the spirit of god so the bible says he sent his only begotten son jesus and the Bible says that when Jesus came, he came to die. And when he died, he says, he declared, it is finished. What does it mean? What Jesus was declaring was this, that the cycle of ashes, I have brought it to an end. 
the place where you had lost your authority, your right as an ambassador to speak things that are not into being, to be the reflective part of God from heaven on earth. It is finished and I have deposited that in you. And the Bible says he gave his spirit and his spirit came down. And on that day, when the apostles, when the disciples were gathered, praying like how we are praying, setting themselves like how we have done ourselves for the Bible says, out of our mouth, he has ordained power. Out of the mouths of babes, he has ordained power. But that power is likened unto one person, that person of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says in Acts that on that day, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke with utterance. And the Bible says that the people who heard them speaking with utterance, they said, these people at this hour are drunk. And the Bible says that the Apostle Peter came and he declared to them, we are not drunk at this hour, but we are filled with the Holy Spirit. That Holy Spirit is that beauty that God gives to you. The only thing that separates you and from the ordinary person, the thing that separates you from the person who is ordinary is the Holy Spirit. So the Bible says that when the Holy Spirit came, they began to speak in diverse kinds of tongues. And the Bible says that the person who had fear, Apostle Peter, began to speak with authority and boldness. Do you know what? When God takes away the ashes, the Holy Spirit becomes very evident. The Holy Spirit doesn't dwell in a place of sin, a place of ash. He's so holy. It's a spirit of holy. He precedes God's holiness. He demonstrates God's holiness. So the Bible says that we have become a vessel of honor. And our temple is the sanctuary and the temple of the Holy Spirit. So before Christ came in, before the Spirit of God was released to you, that temple was in ashes. And the blood, the blood came to purify you. That is why tonight we are going to engage the blood. It is the only thing, the only thing that has the ability, the requirement to make you holy, to sanctify you and to give you the legal right to come boldly into the throne of God. No one can enter into the throne of God. Not the Buddhists, I mean, not the Muslims. They are seven year own kinds of I mean, demigods. But the people who have the legal rights are the children of God people who have come in contact with the blood and the blood has redefined their destiny has redefined their i mean molecular dna brought them to a place of christ he said if anyone be in christ you are new creation so the moment you covenant with the blood the moment you believe in the power in the blood it says that all things have become new now this all things have become new. The carnal mind cannot perceive it. Doctors cannot explain it. Yes, God has given wisdom to doctors, to nurses, to chemists to do things. But it is what? Limited. The degree to which medical science can go is limited. But there's a higher wisdom that comes when you receive the mind of Christ. And yesterday the prophetess said something. And I was so happy. He said, let that mind of Christ be with you. The moment God shifts you from the place of ashes to that beauty by his Holy Spirit, 
It's a continuous work. That is why yesterday she touched on repentance. Repentance is a change of mind. Metanoia. That is the, the Greek root of repentance. A change of mind. So the moment the Spirit of God comes, He brings truth. He comes to prick your conscience. He comes to prick your heart. So you find the Bible says, in Matthew chapter 26, I want us to read there. We are going to enter into a short prayer. Into a short prayer. Into a short prayer. Matthew chapter 26. The book of Matthew chapter 26. Father, the guys, God, the Spirit of a living God, glory to you. Verse 6. Matthew chapter 26. Verse 6. To 13. Matthew chapter 26. Verse 6 to 13. I read. And when Jesus was in Bethany, the man that carried the blood that could redefine destinies and generation was in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper now when you read the other gospel accounts because of time we wouldn't have the, the opportunity to touch on them but for studying sake I want you to write the scriptures down Mark chapter 14 verse 3 to 9 John chapter 12 1 to 8 Mark 14 Mark chapter 14 3 to 9 John chapter 12 1 to 8 Luke 7 36 to 50 It talks about the anointing at Bethany But I want us to look at what Matthew said Matthew is a writer that focuses on the kingdom speaks more on the kingdom and that is what we need to understand now the story is between a woman who had an alabaster flask which was carrying a costly oil and the bible says that woman came to jesus that woman wasn't just an ordinary woman in other gospels as we just stated the bible highlighted that she was a well-known sinner a well-known sinner somebody who wasn't perfect i believe somebody who had been in self-denial somebody probably wouldn't have hopes of even being part of people people had categorized her people had criticized her she had all kinds of tags all kinds of names and i believe that she had was certain i mean issues that she could not handle and the bible says in matthew chapter 26 verse 6 that this woman came to jesus verse 7 to him having an alabaster bosk or flask of a very costly fragrant oil it wasn't just an ordinary oil but it was what extravagant costly oil it was fragrant oil and the bible says that she poured it 
on his head and as he sat on the table he, she poured that oil she poured it out she poured it out in other parts of the gospel the bible says that she did what she came crying and her tears fell to the feet of jesus she washed and she used her hair to wipe it off and anointed jesus both on the leg and the head with that costly oil i believe she had certain issues that cry wasn't an ordinary cry she was tired i don't know who is tired here you are a christian you've been praying you've been trying all kinds of things but things are not working people are ridiculing you that where is your god you have been diagnosed of certain chronic diseases and diseases you have certain bills and it's as if everything is against you and you are overwhelmed on the left on the right and i believe that woman was in the same situation and she came to jesus the only solution to your problem is not in the world medical science cannot give you that peace medical science cannot give you that total liberty education cannot upgrade your status we have people who are professors who are i mean lecturers who have their master's degree who are degree holders who are all kinds of professionals but their their innermost joy isn't there that status that worldly status doesn't what quench the test of their soul it is only jesus so she realized that she came to jesus and she cried her heart out tonight i don't know what you are carrying i don't know the bedding you are carrying but as the woman of god yesterday led by the spirit of god said write a prayer request and bring it i believe in that way you are crying out to god you are believing god that god tonight turn things around matthew chapter 26 verse 8 it says but when his disciples saw it they were indignant and saying why this waste for this fragrant oil might have been sold for much and given to the poor now in other translations the bible makes us understand in the gospels that that particular person that said that was judas iscariot the son of simon in this verse it says simon the leper in other ones it says the pharisee so based on our analysis we can come and conclude that judas iscariot's father's house was where jesus was the bible says that he was in charge of the money box some of us we have been placed in certain strategic positions but we are around jesus we know about jesus but our life hasn't yet been transformed because we are not allowing jesus oh falataika to touch every part we are not allowing him to be lord so the bible says that and judas and judas said in his heart this thing should have been sold and given to the poor but he wasn't considerate of the poor because he was a thief who had been taken from the money box 
So whatever that Judas was doing was pushing him towards the point where he would sell Jesus and he would die. Anytime, I love what the woman of God said yesterday. We are quick to push the blame on people, forgetting about what we have done. Majority of the time, the issues we go through, we have a say in it. Now, they are generational cases, there are all kinds of things around. But most at times, because of disobedience to the word of God, because of covenant we enter into with the devil, we open ourselves to all kinds of things. And instead of acknowledging and coming to Jesus and saying, Father Lord, I messed up, help me. We are in a state of pride and we realize that, I mean, it's not our fault, it is our father and our mother. Instead of owning it, the woman owned it and she came to Jesus, to the feet of Jesus. And she cried out. People were criticizing her. You sinner, you adulterer, you fornicator, you liar, you thief. He said, I don't care what you say, but I know I need peace. I need a redefinition of my status. And I will come to the only person who knows the way to the eternal life. That is God, the source of life. Who carries that truth? Who carries that life? And who can transform my life? And the Bible says that she cast and she poured out the precious thing. What are you willing to let go tonight? What are you willing to sacrifice to God tonight? Some of us, it might be relationship. There are certain relationships that doesn't promote God's agenda in your life. You might be around somebody. Sometimes it can even be in a relationship. The Holy Spirit might be prompting you. That relationship is leading you to hell. It's causing you to do certain things. And you have to do it. He said, if your eye will cause you to sin, your eye will cause you to sin, you need to plug it out. If your hand, it's not talking about literal your eye, it's talking about certain things that are very dear to you. It will cause you. You cannot hold on to the world with one hand. And hold on to Christ with another. He says, serve only one master. God is a jealous God. So when you look at God's dealing with the Israelites, God was so emphatic. Serve no other God. And yesterday, the prophetess highlighted on it. The moment Moses left and went to the presence of God, within a few minutes after they had realized that Moses wasn't there, they needed somebody to worship. And they created a golden image. How many times will God continue to deliver you? And you will go back to that sin. Tonight, God is going to bless us. I sense a release. As I was praying, and in fact, as uh, Minister Manuela was leading the prayers in the realms of the Spirit, I saw a lot of people wearing a wonderful garment in a big cathedral. Big cathedral. And in the realms of the Spirit, I saw it was like we were all rejoicing it was a place of rejoicing new garments and that place was so bright there was this white light proceeding from the forefronts and i couldn't see that end 
But one thing that I saw was that it was as if it was a what? A preparation. And I heard one thing. Before the angel of the Lord switched the vision, he said, The bridegroom is ready. The bridegroom is ready. Tonight we have been waiting day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. The Bible says that, and there were ten virgins. Five were foolish, five were wise. I don't know who I'm speaking to prophetically. But if you can hold on within the service and after the service and hold on with the oil and proceed, Jesus will embrace you. The bridegroom will embrace you and will transform your life. And as I saw that vision, I saw all of a sudden it was like hampers in the realms of the spirit. I saw like hampers, big ones. You see the size of coffins, but it wasn't a coffin, it was a hamper. And every hamper was white and had a ribbon, a red web ribbon with a name tag on it. And I asked the angel that showed me that vision. He said, these are what my people are going to receive. And I started hearing certain noise and I, I couldn't understand the noise. But as we were praying and I was joining the prayer, all of a sudden I heard anyone who is due in their due season, in their due season to marry, the Lord is going to strategically ordain it. And I saw an ordinance for marriages tonight. And I know for a fact that tonight things are going to turn around. Any marriage that has an issue or there's any conflict or the glory, the beauty has left, I prophesy. Let the angels of the Lord locate it and pour out that fragrance. The Bible says, and the woman cracked. She cracked the alabaster flask and poured it out. Poured it out. But when the disciples saw it, they were complaining. Let's jump to the verse 10. They were criticizing. They were saying all kinds of things. The verse 10. But when Jesus was aware of it, tonight Jesus has become aware of whatever they have been saying about you. That you have been fasting, you have been praying, that you have been doing all kinds of things, you have been living holy, and we, we, we know your God is dead. It has come to his attention. And this is what he said. Why do you trouble the woman? Why do you trouble the woman? And I heard an angel say, now is the time when the judgment of the Lord will proceed the believers, the children of God. I speak as an apostle of God and I release that word upon you, upon your household. Anyone who has troubled you, anyone who has troubled you, let the Lord go ahead and release his judgment. Let the Lord silence any issue that has criticized you, that has profaned the name of God, I prophesy from today, let your lips be shut and let the voice of God and let the name of God be exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. It says, because of what she did, by giving, by sacrificing, by letting go, by casting aside, the fears, the worries, by putting herself in harm's way for people to criticize her and coming and not being ashamed of Jesus. Jesus says something. Because that she has done this, 
wherever the gospel will be preached, her name will be mentioned and it will be a memorial. Tonight, God is going to make you a different person. He's shifting your status. One word I heard the Lord said, that there's going to be a redefinition of our status. After tonight, your status will be redefined. After tonight, your marriage will be redefined. After tonight, your, your life will begin to produce living testimony because you have sacrificed, you have given out, you have released your will for the will of God to be established. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. So tonight, without spending my 